Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things health, wellness, self-care, and real talk. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, health coach, actor, and badass extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought with some serious real talk to help you find your passion, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome to episode 26 of the podcast. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, and for those of you who are new around here, welcome to the pod. Um, This week's episode and the next few weeks are going to be a little bit different. Um, So if you're new around here, welcome to the fun. And if you've been around here for a long time, um, you guys know that I usually have amazing guests on here, um, and we share all things, real talk, self-care, health, wellness, pretty much anything you can get your hands on um, that we might be navigating on our quarter-life crisis BSs. Um, But for the next few weeks... I have had a lot of you guys reach out about specific topics and I really wanted to do a special series for you guys around um, my Live Your Fuck Yes Life pep talks, which is something that I dive into a little bit in my ebook, Busy Babes Guide for Healthy Living. Um, and I just really, really wanted to show up for you guys um, for the rest of the summer in a little bit smaller form um, because I know you're all crazy busy um, and just really, really dive into the heart of some things that we've been tiptoeing around and just pour my heart out to you guys. So um, we are going to be doing a really fun series called the Live Your Fuck Yes Life pep talk series, and this is the first one of them. So gear up and get ready to hear all about it. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by the Empowered and Recharged Retreat. Yep, I said it, you guys. I am hosting my very first retreat this fall, October 5th through 7th, um, with my company, Empowered and Free. And we are te- teaming up with this amazing, amazing woman named Rachel. She owns Rachel Recharged. And we're going to be doing a fall wellness retreat and super close to Chicago, um, just outside at a beautiful cabin. And all of the information for all of that is at empoweredandfreemovement.com. I'll also link it in the show notes. But if you are just searching for a community and a place to be able to show up for yourself, your wellness, and just really, really detox for the weekend. Um, We're going to be doing meditation. We're digitally detoxing for parts of it um, and going to be diving into some incredible workshops with nutritionists. Um, I'm going to be teaching classes. Um, We have some hormone health stuff coming up. It's just going to be incredible. Everything is completely taken care of um, and we are just so, so, so excited to make this happen. Early bird tickets are officially on sale on the website and there is a limited space available. So if you're interested, um, hop on, get the details there. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. And today's shout out of the week goes to Scrubs and Grubs, hey Laura, um, on Instagram. And she reached out um, about last week's episode, number 25, Taking Inspired Action um, with Wendy Weeks. And she says, check, check this pod out stat. These two women are rock stars. Thank you so much for the shout out, my love. We appreciate you to the moon. All right, my friends. So Without further ado, I'm just going to dive into this first week's episode. As you have seen, it's all about the power of positivity, and I really dive into some meaty stuff. So without further ado, here we go. Happiness. (laughs) Such a strange concept, right? For so long, it's like we've been going after this fleeting concept of joy and, and constantly searching for this, this happiness that we're, you know 
wanting in our lives, whether it's with a partner, um, you know, in a relationship standpoint with our jobs, um, all these things. And I've been thinking a lot about this and also just how to feel joy on the daily, because this is something that I personally have been striving for a lot for the last almost three years, consciously striving for. Um, and, and something that a lot of you guys ask questions to me specifically about all the time, like, how do you always have so much energy? And, you know, like, how are you so positive all the time? And I've also had people say, you know, you can't, you can't possibly be that happy. And it really got me thinking about positivity in general. And I've been really excited to share this conversation with you guys. And it feels so fitting to kick off this little fuck yes life pep talk series um, with this topic because I think that there's a very big misconception around positivity and one that I had for many, many years. And the reason I say this um, is twofold. One, because of my own personal experience, which you guys know, I always will share 100% real with you guys where I'm at with that. Um, And two, because I have been in the past month extremely um, just like pouring into the concept of positive psychology. I had the absolute privilege of um, witnessing the keynote speaker of a conference I was at about a month ago, and um, the speaker was Sean a- Sean Anker. And if you have not heard of this man, um, he is a New York Times bestselling author, and Oprah has had him like on her Super Soul Sunday. Like he's just incredible, and he is a positive psychology researcher. And his book, The Happiness Advantage, which is one book that of many, um, I have been pouring pouring into and pouring into all sorts of articles and podcasts and books about positive psychology. And it has only reinforced what I have known (laughs) um, for so long in the last three years of just everything that I've been doing and why it's been so vital and how it's actually genuinely allowed me to show up with joy even amidst all of the shit storms (laughs) that are constantly going around because that's just life, right? Like we are constantly dealing with this. And if you are listening to this podcast, it means that you are navigating all of the quarter life crises, BSs, and are, are, you know, are struggling in aspects of your life because that's what it means to be human. And I have been really, really, really mulling on the concept of happiness and and how we are programmed to believe that we're going to feel and experience happiness, right? For so long, um, happiness has felt like this thing that needed to be an external thing, right? So by, by getting good grades, we were going to be happy. Um, by having success in school from a young age, we, were, we would find joy. I got an A on our report card. It made our parents happy, which made us happy, you know, and even... Even, you know, as as a kid growing up, if like a really great thing happened, we would reward ourselves with a treat, right? Like you get ice cream today, um, you know, um, as an adult, like a, a really great thing happens. You get a, you know, raise on your at your job or a promotion or you get a new job um, and you go out for drinks to celebrate, right? We're, we have all these external things and like those are the things that make us joy or in relationships, like we expect the other person 
to bring us the feelings we want, right? Well, I'm going to be, I will only be happy when I find this person. I will only be happy when I am successful in my business. I will only be happy when I have this rock hard body, you know, that will be a size two. Like it's so crazy, all of these external pressures we put on ourselves. But that's really what society has essentially brainwashed into believing. And that we, if we work hard enough at X, Y, or Z or whatever, then we're, then we're going to be successful. And once we're successful in that place, we'll be happy. And I want to share a personal story with you guys that I haven't really shared in full detail. Um, that just, I think, really, really helped me understand how this was not at all the case. <laughs> so when I was in college, my last year of school, um, I I, if you if you've listened to some earlier podcast episodes, you know that I I gained like about thirty pounds in college, and my very last year, I decided that enough was enough, and I, in order to be a successful actor, because that's what I was going to school for, and I just really really was like, okay, like I need to get my shit together and lose this weight, and I had developed a lot of really negative eating habits in school, um, but just kind of decided I was gonna go very, very balls to the wall on this new journey. And I had this number in my mind, this weight goal number that once I got there, I would be happy. Once I got to be a certain size, you know, I would be happy. And I committed to this, you know, crazy program. I was not eating a lot of food throughout the day. Um, and, um, and I was working out twice a day and I just like really, really committed and I lost, the weight. I did. I got to my goal weight. I will never forget. I was, um, you know, heading into my mm, like quarter. I was like heading into Christmas break of my senior year. And I was like, I have finally arrived. You know, I've hit this weight and I was going to LA, um, that, um, that spring break in March. And I was at my goal weight. I was like, I should be so happy right now. And I wasn't. I was really, really miserable on the inside. On the outside, I totally made it look like I was happy because I was, you know, that's just the the wall that I would put up and the facade that I wanted everyone to think that I was doing well. But, um, and there were things in my life, don't get me wrong, there were things in my life that were so joyful. Um, you know, my relationship with my, with my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, um, was wonderful. I had great friends, but I was really, really, really miserable. My inner shit talker (laughs) was Janine. She was going at full force. Um, I did not feel good in my own skin and I also just didn't feel good. My whole body, mind and spirit was was really, really not in a good place. And I I thought, I thought, right, we're taught that once we get to that point, we're going to feel so happy. <laughs> and I wasn't. I was so miserable. And that only continued. Um, and, you know, I, I would have success here and there and expected that to, you know, make me happy. I got married, expected, you know, having this, this fun wedding to make me happy. And while there were, you know, like I loved having all my people there, like ultimately the joy that I experience today is something I never thought that I would find. And it's because I didn't realize at the time that it wasn't about finding it, it was about creating it. And so today I want to talk to you about how you can create joy in your own life and find true happiness. I mean true happiness even when you are feeling the feels, even when you are experiencing anxiety, even when things just aren't going the way you want, even when 
you are not at your quote unquote goal weight, even when, when, when. Insert whatever thing you are navigating in your life right now. Um, and I, I just want to share a, a quick section of this book that I was talking to you guys about, The Happiness Advantage, and I'll, I'll share it in the show notes as well because it has really, really, it really goes into the scientific aspects of so many different aspects of, of happiness and actually how our brain lights up based off of how we're do, what we're doing. And he has this concept which just really, really changed the game for me, just even listening to him say it. Um, and it's all about happiness being the center and success revolving around that. So we have this concept, right, where once we get success, we will be happy, right? We work hard enough, we're going to be successful. And only once we are successful, we will be happy. But I want to empower you, and so does this book, to, to sh- shift your perspective. So instead, we w- I want you to think about when you are happy, when our mindset and mood are positive, we are smarter, more motivated, and thus more successful, aka happiness is the center And success revolves around it. I just want you to let that sink in for a second. Um, And I want you to think about how huge that is. Like how transformational that small shift of just flipping it can be. Because it gives you the power, right? Instead of everything happening to you, you allow the world to happen for you. And when we are in control, which we are, we're in control of our thoughts, we're in control of how we show up every single day, we are able to create the life we choose. And the life that I'm living right now, the one where I am constantly surrounded by things that light me up and where I am working, you know, um, as, as a full-time coach and, and podcaster and actor and doing the things that I love and mentoring women to help do the same and, and, and doing, you know, like focusing on my health and being in a great place and having a, a powerful relationship with my husband that is so, so, so positive. You guys, that is not accident accidental. I have put in work to get there. I have actionably taken steps every single day to be able to show up for that and create my happiness. And even every single day when I'm feeling, you know, anxious or irritated or I'm questioning myself or which happens on the freaking daily because I'm a human being and we experience those emotions, I can choose to navigate them with grace. And I can also intentionally show up for myself in ways that I know are going to bring a little bit of joy into my day to be able to just show up in that way um, and and really, really um, shift the course of my day as a result. Um, And I also want to share this one quote from this book as well. Um, And it's a new definition of happiness, which I just loved so much. And I think it will really put into perspective for you how this is not just like a putting a face on. It's all about literally changing your, your, your makeup and your perspective. So Perhaps the most accurate term for happiness is the one Aristotle used, eudaimonia, is which I, how I think you pronounce it, which translates not directly to happiness, but to human flourishing. This definition really resonates with me because it acknowledges that happiness is not all about yellow smiley faces and rainbows. For me, happiness is the joy we feel striving after our potential. Human flourishing. It's not about just constantly being, you know, a ray of fucking sunshine, which don't get me wrong, like that's fucking fun too <laughs> on days where I'm feeling so in my in my flow and my element and I'm having the best time and I'm laughing and that's great. 
But for me, joy is about showing up for myself and, and, and rising to my own potential. And I want to empower you to shift that narrative for yourself too. And I want you to think about what that would actually look like. You know, what would rising to your full potential be? You know, for me, a few years ago, it was giving this coaching thing a shot and and really, really starting my entrepreneurial journey. It was going after pieces of theater that were artistically fulfilling and not just going to give me a, you know, a really awesome paycheck, which doesn't really happen usually for the most part. Anyways, you also are doing commercial work, um, you know, but it was, it was, it was making exercise a priority in a joyful way and, and proving to myself that I am capable of, of, doing athletic feats that I never thought I would ever be able to do in a million years, right? It's think about what that could be for you. Um, And I want to share with you guys um, some actionable tools because you know I'm all about taking action, inspired action. Um, And so today I'm going to share with you guys my top five favorite ways to just really, really show up for yourself and be able to access that potential um, and that untapped potential within yourself and start to really show up every single day with positivity. And that doesn't mean again, that you're not going to experience all of the emotions, um, you know, that are within you because that's what it's like to be human. And I empower you to experience and feel them with every fiber of your being. And I also empower you, not but, and I empower you to allow yourself to implement certain t- tools and and um, and actions into your day-to-day that will allow you to show up as your best self as your true self and 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 find that positive positive human inside of you because every single one of us have the capability of being there and as a woman who went from being a hella neg- negative and irritated person <laughs> for so long um, I feel like I am the prime example of that and um and these are just some tools that I have implemented that I hope also resonate with you. So number one, and this one is going to come as no surprise as me being a health and fitness fitness advocate and coach, um, but it's exercise. So we all know exercise is so important um, for for our our bodies, um, but it's also really important for our minds. And you you probably know this, and and you, if you go back to the you know Al Woods quotes from Legally Blonde, you know. Um, exercise gives you endorphins and happy, happy people just um, don't shoot their husbands, right? Endorphins make you happy. I totally messed up that quote, but whatever. You guys know what I mean. Um, and so, yes, endorphins are huge, but that's not the only benefit, right? Physical activity is scientifically proven to boost our mood and enhance our work performance in a, in a number of ways. It helps, you know, be able to feel like we're capable, which brings on a level of confidence and courage that we normally wouldn't have. And it it really, really, I think, spirals throughout, not just within our workouts, but throughout the rest of our, our lives in multiple facets. And it also reduces stress and anxiety in a really powerful way. Um, this book actually talks about um, a... a um, like an experiment where they had multiple groups um, and they had three different groups of patients. Then they were uh, assigned to different coping strategies for their anxiety and stress. And one had um, took antidepressant medication and one group exercised for 45 minutes, three times a week. And then one group did a combination of both. And after four months, they all experienced kind of similar improvements in happiness. But what was super interesting was that six months after the fact, 
they were assessed um, in their relapse rate. And those who had taken the medication, 38% slipped back into depression, which is mind-boggling, um, but also doesn't surprise me, I, I suppose. Um, and then those in the combination group were doing only slightly better with a 31% relapse rate. But the biggest shock was when the exercise group alone, their relapse rate was only 9%. So I just, I think that is such a powerful, powerful, um, you know, exercise and, 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 and experiment that just shows that physical activity is not just, you know, incredibly mood lifter for the day, but it also is really long lasting. And so, if you are um, not moving your body, um, start start somewhere. If you if you need a, a person to hold you accountable or um, don't know where to start and what was right for you, you know I'm always just an email away. You can contact me, um, and I would love to help you on your journey. But really, it's just about moving your body. Walk, go outside. You know, get on a bike. Um, you know, do some yoga. Whatever it is that lights you up, um, move your body and get your physical activity going. So number one is definitely, 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 definitely exercise okay and then number two and this is something you can do in really small ways um, but it's in it's really starting to create um, positive things around you so your surroundings are where you spend most of your time right so for example my surroundings are usually my apartment um, and then I will occasionally go to coffee shops to work um, and then um, right now because I'm in a show it's my my station at my in my dressing room um and these are all kind of my, my go-to surroundings that I spend the most time in during the day. And so maybe yours is your, your workplace, maybe it's your home, but the way that we impact our physical environment and how we really make that our own can really have an enormous impact on our mindset and our sense of well-being. So I want you to really look around you and, and, and ask yourself, like, do these things inspire me? Do they make me feel alive and light? Um, you know, well, how, well, how can I incorporate that into my life? I love doing vision boards that I put up in my around. I have affirmations that I put up. I have colors that, that really, really empower me and, and allow me to feel alive. So what are some of the things that you can add to your surroundings that will also give you that same sense? So infusing positivity into your surroundings and where you are is number two. So number one, getting that exercise in. Number two, infusing positive positivity into your surroundings. Number three, and this is kind of something that I have only started doing in the last year. Um, it's, but it's, it's finding something that you are looking forward to and creating something that you're looking forward to. Um, there have been a whole bunch of studies that shows that it's not actually about like being at the thing or going on the trip that's as exciting as the anticipation and the joy that we get from being excited about something that's coming up. So whether it's, you know, a trip that you plan or, um, or something small, like, you know, trying out a new restaurant in your city and planning a really fun date night or, you know, um, getting excited about a new workout program. I mean, that's where my brain's at right now because I'm, um, in the midst of gearing up for, um, a very new program, which I'm super excited about. And so it's like, you know, whatever you can do to, um, amp up the anticipation in your life, um, that is also going to bring you so, so, so much joy. So that's number three. Find something to look forward to. Number four. Are you guys loving these so far? <laughs> I hope so. hope some of these have been helpful. So number four, and this is one that I was super hesitant on for so long, you guys, and I'm still not the best at, but I'm really working on it, um, and it's meditation. 
And I say this one in here and I share this one in here because I have seen the benefits when I do actually genuinely show up for this. And there's just so much research that has gone alongside of how our brains are actually shifting when we do this. So meditation is so, 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 so huge not just because it gives us the space to you know quiet our minds and and mostly just like give ourselves some time for ourselves but it actually grows our left prefrontal cortex in our brain which is the part of your brain that's responsible for making you happy like that's crazy like for feeling those feelings of joy um and really all it takes is 5 minutes a day where you just breathe i mean you literally could just sit and breathe and it's not about um, you know, quieting your mind and not allowing any thoughts in because that's crazy. Like, <laughs> if you're anything like me, you have thoughts running in your brain all the time. So it's just about being present with yourself and allowing those thoughts to come in and then out. Um, and, and if you need a good guided meditation, um, I really love the app Calm. Um, again, I'll put that in the show notes, but really just anything, even if it's five minutes of breathing, you just set a timer on your phone um, and just allow yourself to be present with yourself. It makes such a huge difference. So meditation, meditation is number four. And then the last one. Um, and this is this is something that um, I have been doing for a long time, um, but I didn't really realize that the actual benefits of it. Um, so I want to share with you guys because you probably – um, might be doing the same thing or maybe not be doing enough of it. And I think it's really powerful. So the last one is spend money, but not on things, on experiences. So um, yes, like there's this whole concept, like money can buy you happiness. Um, and I actually believe that money can be used in really powerful ways and can bring so much joy in our life, um, which is something I didn't used to believe because I had a really negative, negative relationship with money. Um, and maybe you can relate but for so long, um, I just didn't. I didn't think that money was a powerful tool. I, I was. I'm a perma saver because I just have this scarcity mindset when it comes to money. But I really, truly have seen the the benefits and the power of investing in yourself on experiences. And I don't just mean you know like having things. Like don't get me wrong. I I think having you know things that you love are are vital and important to be able to get life done. Like I wouldn't be able to do this without my computer, which is you know something I've spent money on. And books are something that I spend money on. But that's also an experience, right? And I wouldn't be able to have you know this podcast or be able to connect with all of you if it weren't for my my computer. However, I want you to really take note of the things that you have spent money on in the past month. And I want you to ask yourself, like, which ones have made me genuinely happy? And chances are you're going to look back and you're going to see things like, a concert with your friends in the park or, um, you know, a date night at this really amazing restaurant. And those are all experiences, right? Those are the things that light us up where we can really, really show up with other people in our lives and have positive emotions that are meaningful where we create those memories, right? And I just think it's so, so, so important to do that um, and invest in yourself so that you can show up um, you know, wholeheartedly um, for and for those experiences in your life um, and not hold yourself back. So I want you to do an, a quick exercise. I know it's tough to look at money, but you guys are all freaking badasses and can do this. And I want you to just look at your bank statement for the last month and I want you to highlight the things that in one color that, um, you know, you've been doing 
that uh, are literally just like purchasing things like food, um, like a coffee shop at Starbucks or, um, you know, um, buying a clothing or whatever it is. Um, and then I want you to take a different highlighter and highlight the, the things that were experiences um, and see kind of what your balance is. Um, and if you want to share in our pod squad on Facebook, um, come on over to the community and let us know. Um, but I think it's really, really interesting to see what your spending habits are. And maybe if you're seeing that there's way more towards the, the more tangible things, um, maybe start seeing if you can start putting more experiences down. Um, whether that's, again, you know, going out with friends, um, you know, going to a cool concert, um, you know, uh, investing in a trip, um, you know, investing in a, you know, an accountability group um, for health and wellness, you know, that's going to empower you and, and, and open up a whole new set of relationships and friendships in your life, you know, whatever it is for you. So really, really navigating those things. So again, the top five things that I do on the daily um, or try to do on the daily um, or consistently in my life are exercise, um, finding positivity and creating positivity within my surroundings, um, finding things to look forward to and creating those opportunities, meditating, and then the last one is spending money on experiences. So I hope that this has been helpful. I really want you to um, commit to one of these things and see how it starts to impact your life. Um, and if you're already doing some of these, that's awesome. And just add some more in. Um, but really, you guys, happiness is a freaking choice. And we have the power to create that for ourselves every single day. And I know you are more capable. You are so, so, so more capable than you know. Um, so until next time, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.